Does your business spend $500 a month or more on gas and electric bills? Did you know by making a simple free phone call, you can save up to 25% on your bill every month? What could you do with a 25% savings on utility bills every month? Energy deregulation is now available in your state. Making one simple phone call will show you how we can lower your gas and electric bills instantly. With no changes to your bill and no enrollment fee. This is a free service. The only thing you'll notice is a lower bill every month. Call U.S. Power and Light right now. Learn how easy it is to lower your utility bills for your business and save money. We promise. So if you spend over $500 a month on your gas and electric bills, please call right now and unleash your savings. 800-941-3381. 800-941-3381. That's 800-941-3381. One. The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for Radiolawtalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, Radiolawtalk.com. Wow, it's already uh, hour number three of Radio Law Talk. Welcome to the most exciting, entertaining, and sometimes informative show on earth. I'm your host, Frederick Penny, with Denise Dirks, Todd Kunin, and our producer, Cal Hunter. We have been doing this for coming up on five years pretty soon. Uh, we love this show. We'd like to welcome our newest affiliate, WZFG, 1100 AM and 92.3 FM, Fargo, uh, North Dakota, thank you for joining us. Uh, we appreciate your uh, your support of Radio Law Talk. And those of you who are in North Dakota for the first time listening, um, we have a lot of fun. Everyone thinks, oh, my gosh, I've heard people say, Radio Law Talk? Boy, that sounds like a boring, you know, we just sit there and talk about the boring law. No, we have fun. We, we are we are entertaining. Uh, and, you know, sometimes we get something that might be informative uh, that you might be able to use. But we always say don't use it in a court of law or don't argue our cases. The only time Denise tell me, the only time that they should be able to use Radio Law Talk is when? Whenever somebody in your family says, you know, they say, and they're trying to use that as authority, that's not authority, folks. Now, if somebody says, hey, I heard it on Radio Law Talk, that's authority. That's exactly, especially at the dinner table, right? Darn dinner sure. table. During the holidays. Sitting around watching a football game. Yes, when your in-laws are there. That's one, Denise. That's the best one, when the in-laws are there and the mother-in-law says, you know what they say, and then when you want to counteract her, you say, you know, on Radio Law Talk, Denise Dirks, the head queen, said, and then that's okay, right? That's right. But don't go to before the court. Your Honor, according to Radio Law Talk, Todd Kunin, a quote, in my way I read this quote. Um, in what was a precedent-setting hour. Precedent-setting setting hour. He quoted the Cars, <laughs> the Cars ban multiple times. The, the judge said, wait, wait, did you say Todd Kunin said that? Yes, well, I'll I mean, if it had team. been Fred or Denise, I might consider it, but if it was that wingnut, no. Exactly, consider your source. So those of you in Fargo, North Dakota, that's exactly what we do here. We loved, we loved this uh, talking about the law and having fun with it. We're going to talk about why a family Bible could be an important upon your death. 
Britney Spears. We're going to, uh, Denise is going to talk about the witch versus the warlock case. We're going to talk about some fun this third hour. Uh, fun, but weird and interesting cases concerning Halloween. So be prepared. This will be a fun third hour. We kind of saved it for the third hour because, man, everybody loves this, right? That's right. 800 655. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I, I almost gave you the phone number of my law firm. Go ahead, Denise. What's our phone number? <laughs> it's 1 855 Law Radio. That's 855. 855- Five two nine seven two three four. And Denise, they can also see us on social media. Where? At www.radiolawtalk.com. Oh, I guess that's our website. Right. And then social media would be on Twitter, on uh, Instagram, Insta, and on um, what's the other one? They just type. T- we're on TikTok. It's, it's we're on Facebook. Facebook anymore? What's Facebook? Radio. Law meta. TikTok. Meta. It's on Meta. Yeah. Oh yeah, they've changed it to Meta. I know. But but here's the deal. Just type in Radio Law Talk, those three words, and we're going to blow up all over your your Google search. So just look us up. We're everywhere, especially on uh, Instagram. That's right. Yeah, we are good. That's true. Todd's over there smoking a fake cigarette. And uh, <laughs> But the thing we do here, those of you in Fargo, North Dakota, is we do a thing called Case or No Case. And Cal tries to get us – tries to stump us to determine whether it's a real case or if it's not – or if it is a real case – um, who, what the outcome is, and that's what he tries to do. So try to stump us. Go. Now it's time to play Case or No Case. Yay! William and Stephanie were lovers. And as a lyric to the old song goes, oh, Lordy, how they could love. Uh, Will met Steph on the heels of the breakup of her first marriage, and she had a child, a boy, one to whom William was a great father by all contemporaneous accounts. But as things happened, Will and Steph were not destined for greatness on the marriage scene, although they both had really good careers, both in show business. Eventually, the tension was too much for them, and they began to fight a lot. So much that, as it turned out, Stephanie was accused of assault against William and theft of $100,000 in jewelry. And William said, I'm all for the divorce, but I'm not going to take this. The alleged assault, the alleged theft was enough to lead Will to the police and to a divorce lawyer. But remember, this was at a time in our history when beautiful women were rarely charged with any form of assault. Mostly just men got charged. So at any rate, he went to the cops. He went to a lawyer and said, uh, can I get my jewelry back? And will Stephanie have to pay a legal price for beating me up? Which do I have? I ask you case or no case, which is what I asked you. By the way, if you'd like an extra point. You may give me William or Stephanie's names, and I will give you one. And, Denise, I think we start with you this time, don't we? I, yes, we do. Um, and do you have a year or at least a time frame for this? Fairly recent. Fairly within recent. The last, within the last beginning of the last century. How's that? So it could be like William Shatner? Bones, bones. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so she had a child from a previous marriage, yep. and then she assaulted him and stole his jewelry. Yep. That's the. This this is that's a, the bones of the case. <laughs> <laughs> this is a case, and they settled. All right. Fred, what do you think about the case of William and Stephanie? Okay. Repeat it to me one really quick. William and Stephanie, he, she, they got a divorce, and, he, and she hit him. 
She and, alleged, and took, is alleged to have assaulted him enough to where he could, you know, he could prove that he was abused or assaulted. And then in the course of that, she took $100,000 worth of his jewelry. Hmm. And then there's a divorce that occurred. Yep. And yep. Uh, she said, uh, he said he wanted the jewelry back. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And he'd like her to pay, if you don't mind, in the legal system for beating him up. And so Denise said, William Shatner. That's a great idea, Denise. All right. I'm going to say it's uh, a case, and it's William Shatner. I'm going to follow along with that. But you said it's not a case. You said it's a scenario, right? I said, yeah, it, they settled. But you said, was it a case? I said it was a case, and they settled. I'm following Denise. All right. Good enough. Mr. Kunin, what do you say about the case of Will and Steph. Are Will and Steph their actual names or are they uh, made up names made we up. have to identify? They are, they are not pseudonyms. They are not pseudonyms. Okay, so mm. it's actually a Will. I am going to stick with my compadres and say that this is a case and that they settled. And as far as who the Will is, I'm going to go with Will I Am from the Black Eyed Peas. Oh, that's good. That's so a good that's, thought. That's who I am. You know what? He doesn't even know what the black eyed peas mean. I so. do, too. I watched the Super Bowl. They played at halftime. But what is the black eyed peas? How come they called their their band black eyed peas? I don't. Why did they call them the? Oh, that, that is why they called them the Beatles. Nobody really caught on that because it's not Beatles like the bug. Beatles, it was a B-E-A-T. play on words, but it has beat like a drum. Yes, yeah, beat like a drum. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. So I don't know why they called it black eyed peas. I have no idea. I think they, they beat up a pea. That, 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 that could be. That could be. I don't. I, I know not. But that is that is my final answer. Well, I like it. I think it's good. And I <laughs> it might not I, be correct. But well, I have a minute that I can. I can either. We can either. No, don't say no, it. Wait, don't say to. it. Like, hey, look. Know. If you want to go to. Uh, if you want to ask us or tell us what you think. 800-855. What is it? Five two nine seven two. Everything I do is eight five five Law Radio. Well, if you want to call in, but uh, all I care about is WZFG is all I care about right now. Thank you for joining Radio Law Talk. We're going to be back after this. We're going to finish case or no case. Then we're going to get into Family Bible, Britney Spears, and which first Warlock case. More Radio Law Talk is on the way right here, right now. Stay tuned. and Denise will be right back with more Radio Law Talk after we take this break. Radio Law Talk and RadioLawTalk.com Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. Are you struggling with a high cost of prescription medications? How would you like to save up to 90% on your medications and have them delivered for free? Now you can with one simple call. Yes, save up to 90% on many of your prescription medications by calling A-plus BBB-accredited HealthWarehouse.com based in Florence, Kentucky. 
No gimmicks, no coupons, no cards to use. And all prescriptions are FDA-approved and safely sent to your home with free delivery. Here's one example of your savings. A 90-day prescription of generic Lipitor can cost $90 at your local pharmacy. HealthWarehouse.com offers the same medication for about 20 bucks. Find out how much you can save on your prescription medications and get free delivery with one free call right now. Call 800-734-1229. 800-734-1229. 800-734-1229. Ever wonder how the credit card companies make their money? Well, think about this. If you owe $25,000 on five different credit cards and you make your minimum payments every month, Here's what it's going to cost you. Are you sitting down? You'll shell out over 13 grand in additional interest, and it's going to take over 13 years to pay off your original $25,000 balance. That's how they make money. Now it's your turn to fight back by calling the Debt Solutions Network. We'll work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. We promise we can and will reduce your debt. Call right now for a free 15-minute debt analysis. 866-451-3328. 866-451-3328. I've got to get my car washed. This dirt, it just won't do. The best thing about Quick Cut Car Wash is whenever you go through, the smell in your car is always great, and they have super fun lights and colors. But I don't have no time today. I don't know what I do. Your car smells good and it's clean at Quick Quack Car Wash. And I know this place right down the road. Quick Quack quick, quick, car, car, car Wash. Quick Quack Car Wash. Get the Quick Quack confidence. Huh? Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat shine. Get the Quick Quack habit. Take a car once a week. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. I like Quick Quack because of the mascot, Quackles. Come on, Quick Quack Car. So we sell unlimited membership for per vehicle. You can add a family plan and add an additional vehicle at a discounted rate. Don't drive that dirty car. Uh-huh. Quick, quack, car wash. They'll have you looking sharp. Hey, listen up. Before the weather changes, get new windows in your home and save possibly hundreds on your energy bill. Call the window replacement hotline right now and take advantage of their special savings event. Get your leaky, drafty windows replaced with energy-efficient, beautiful, virtually maintenance-free windows at this year's rock-bottom prices. Our prices are so low, we don't want to scare the competition. The only way to hear about our window savings is to call. Yes, you must call our special toll-free number for the best window replacement prices in town. Get your new windows, patio doors, and more from the window replacement hotline. Get ready for the change in weather. Save on your energy bills. Call right now for tremendous prices on new windows and beautify your home. Call the window replacement hotline now. 800-710-3739. 800-710-3739. That's 800-710-3739. Is this real life? Are you serious? You're listening to RadioLawTalk.com. And now back to your host, Frederick Penny. Cal, take us to case or no case. Uh, what's the latest on okay. that? Okay, all right. I will be glad to do that. But first, let's review who has made what choices in regard to this case, in regards to William and Stephanie. Who said this was a case? 
I went with Denise, whatever all, she said. All three of us said it was a case. And all three of us said it settled out of court. Okay, well, that's really interesting. Cal could get a point. I, it's possible. It's possible. And as we all know, it's not likely. Okay, so let's go ahead and say those of you who say it was not a case, that was nobody. You all said it was a case, right? That's right. Yes. Okay, well, good for all of you. Bravo. Nice. <clears throat> the case was between Will, William Axel Rose. Oh, that's interesting. Who prevailed over the model Stephanie Seymour. He got the divorce. He got the jewelry back. In the course of that, he said, if you can give me the divorce and give me the jewelry back, I will go to the police and ask them not to prosecute you on the abuse. He did. They dropped the charges. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is... Case or no case, Todd seems so dissatisfied with the outcome there. Have you noticed this? Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know if we all got two points or just one point. Or You said it settled, right? Uh, no, 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 he won. He prevailed. So we, we all got one point. Like, Will like prevailed. They yeah. went to court they and he court won. And, and he prevailed, yes. Because yeah, we, we all said get one settled. point. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, you can't have a divorce in Hollywood unless you actually go to court. I mean, come on. Everybody yeah. knows that. Yeah. Yeah. So um, next time, should you pull over for a funeral procession? Does That's anybody next do week. that anymore? That's next, next week. week. Yeah, next week, yeah. Let me ask you one question about, did you say that the resolution was if um, if they settle the divorce case, if you give me the jewelry back, he'll go to... The DA and say, look, we've worked everything out. Yeah, There's that's no illegal. You see, that well, is a problem if mm-hmm. an attorney is part of that deal. Because there's an ethical rule that says that you cannot use criminal proceedings, the potential criminal proceedings, to leverage a resolution in a civil matter, which family law would be. And so um, I'd be curious to know if that was just Axel Rose working on his own to do that or if those were communique made via counsel because if it's the latter. since he won, he just didn't want to pursue it criminally. That could be, yeah. Yeah, you know. it, I don't know exactly the mechanics of it. I just know that it, that was not pursued. Yeah. Uh, interesting. Interesting. That was a good one, That Cal. was good. That's that bravo. was very good. It kind of went with our Rick Ocasek, yep. you know, thing. It kind and of I, I didn't know Axel Rose's first name was William. In fact, on his, one of his certificates, it said W. Axel Rose, and on, on the other it says William Axel. No. So, so does Cal get one point because he stumped us on half of the one that we would get two points that on? That works for me. I, I think, think so. the people really don't care that listen to Radio Law Talk. You can do whatever you want, Cal. Okay, then I'm giving him one point. Good. Right. There we go. Thank Let's you. talk about the Bible. Oh, yes. Let's talk about the Bible. The so, book of Cal Hunter. Yeah. <laughs> so just so you know, yeah. There's a thing called a holographic will. Who wants to say, tell people what? It's very simple. It's holographic will is what? It when, projects on the wall, and there's a Yoda guy that reads that's the will it, to your that's family. That's exactly. when Tupac Shakur tells you what you get, right? That's right. Okay. Close enough. What else, right. Denise? Why don't you tell us? Well, a holographic will is when there's a handwritten will right. that identifies the person that is writing that handwritten will. And if, if it's verified that that is their... Um, intent and that is their writing and you can tell who it is and it's saying this is what I want in the event that I you know die um, then that will be a valid will that yeah, will be in some states, a valid, valid will and it's different some have to it has to be their signature or them so not all say that but some states it depends what state you're in witnesses perhaps. witnesses yeah um, and there's a number of other things you have to look at some are you have to have a signature etc cetera, etc cetera. So what happens is this uh, Mickey D. Thompson 
and uh, passes away. And she leaves a gift to Albert Reed Lewin, L-E-W-I-N. The question is, um, her executor and close friend um, basically wrote down that she was to receive 3000 This This executor was supposed to receive 3000 a month, basically – you know, just to the rest of her life or whatever or the rest of the, her, their life. And so they find this Bible in, in in the Thompson's personal property, which is, you know, had all the, a lot of information in there. And in there was handwritten by Thompson that um, basically, um, look, this guy gets three grand. Yeah, the the words that were used, and and it was dated July twenty second, twenty nineteen. Yep. And the words that were used were quote Albert Reed Lewin shall receive three thousand dollars per month for life. Right. This is appreciation for his care and complete dedication to Mickey and her welfare. He gave all in making her life. That's exactly right. That okay. was what was written. And so the question is: Is it? Is that a proper writing and a proper will? And the and the the court held no, it was not. Didn't meet the requirements at trial. That's at right. trial court, but then the appellate court reversed it and says it does, even if it's in the Bible. Doesn't matter if it's in the Bible or if it's on a piece of paper or whatever, because first of all, they all agreed that that was actually her handwriting. Right? That's right. That's the big issue. Is oh, was this a fraud? No, it's her handwriting. It was her Bible. They found it in the possession. But what was the big issue? By the way, this is Tennessee law, which is where you used to practice law. That is correct. So one of the things here was, is the word Mickey referring to her? Because this is written by her in her handwriting, but she refers to herself in the third person. And and the question here, one of those for the uh, for the appellate court was, do you need to have a first and last name, or is it sufficient if you can tell that she is clearly referring to herself? And the appellate court said, yeah, this looks like it's her, and she's referring to herself. And it's actually it, – it had just her first name also. Just in, Mickey. Yeah, written down. And, and a lot of people put a lot of important information in Bibles. I mean there are family Bibles that are passed on from generation to generation to generation. And I think that um, it's common that you can prove a lot of things with the family Bible. Right, Todd? Absolutely. In the state of California, for example, and this is uniform in a lot of different states, normally something that's in a written in a Bible, the objection would be hearsay if you tried to bring it in. This is something somebody wrote a long time ago, and does it come in? But there's a specific exception that says evidence of entries in family Bibles or other books or charts, engravings, rings, etc., are not inadmissible because of hearsay when they're offered to prove the following. If they're offered to prove this, the birth the marriage, divorce, death, parent-child relationships, race, ancestry, relationship by blood or marriage, or other similar facts, because it was very common to record those in Bibles. And if it's an older Bible, it's kind of hard to it's kind of hard to make that up because you can usually see that they're they're a written record kept over time. The ink looks different. It's you could clearly somebody was writing things. It would take different a lot. Sometimes. It would take a lot to forge a document like that. Right. A lot of times you'll see the the family Bible. It's okay, early written on by one, and then another writes yep. in it, and then there's a lot of information. But you know what's scary though? History is determined by what people write. Right. I always tell people that. Well, a lot of people say, "Well, this is true." Why? Because it was in the, written down in this guy's journal. Or yeah. gal's journal. But does that mean it's true? If I write in my journal today, you know, Denise Dirks was mean to me and yelled at me at Radio Law Talk. 
And 100 years from now, people are going to go, yeah, well, yeah, Denise yelled at Fred, and she must not have been a nice person. So what people – you've got to be careful, though, in general, as le- legally – I've heard people say this, oh, well, you know, the, the journal of this, this person in 1832 said this. It more than likely might be true, but it's in the by what in the the beholder's eye is going to be different, right? It, it yeah, is, everybody has a different perception, right? It, it, what you're talking about is true, though, and you can see this in a lot of different areas. It, it seems like with the passage of time, the the older something is, it seemed to be given a little bit more credibility That's and right. authenticity. It's like. Well, wait a second. If it happened right now, you'd say I was a wingnut. You tell me they didn't have right. wingnuts back then? That's exactly. <laughs> yeah, like it's a common misperception that Italy, um, you know, stopped being allied with um, the Nazis and that they actually turned coat. And the reality is Italy had a civil war and Mussolini was taken out of prison and all of that. So it, it wasn't exactly true, but that's his common Misconception. We'll be back after this. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be... Boys are weird. How did that happen? Oh, no. Now, Radio Law Talk continues. Here's your host, Fred Penny. So we've been talking about Britney Spears for the past who knows how long and her conservatorship. Uh, Basically, most of it's over. Uh, She's got a new conservator that is like one of her accountants. Uh, Her dad is no longer the conservator. And what is happening now is the question is – how is she going to act now? Because the dad did have some control over her and try to maintain a little semblance of, I'm going to say stability, but the argument is that he manipulated her, right? Controlled so her. Completely. Controlled and manipulated, which is probably true. Uh, we don't know. I mean, there's, there's, because right now they're allegations and they're, you know, they're going after one another. But Brittany now seems to be posting things that are interesting. And she posted recently and it showed a little typewriter with some, and I wonder if she has assistants that are helping her do this or she's doing this all her own. She's got to have someone helping her do this. I don't think she's doing all of her social media by herself. But she, sa- she says this, and this we're wondering if, okay, is the conservator watching close enough or what? But she, I think she's trying to you know, you know, do something with the family and the family doesn't want to get back to her. I found my mini, I found my mini typewriter, she says. Don't you find it weird? Uh, when you jump through hoops to organize trips or set up lunch dates with people you love only to know they'll bail on you and leave you after 10 minutes. Uh, it's humiliating, and it's like every person I've ever opened to immediately says they'll be gone on a trip for two weeks after dot, dot, dot. Okay, I get it. They're only available to me when it's convenient for them, dot, dot, dot. Well, I'm no longer available to any of them now, exclamation point. I don't mind being alone, dot, dot, dot. And actually, I'm tired of being this understanding Mother Teresa, dot, dot, dot. If you're rude to me, then I'm done, dot, 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 peace out, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, It says, this message is to my family, dot, 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 for hurting me deeper than you'll ever know. 
I know the conservatorship is about to be over, but I still want justice, dot, dot, dot. I'm only 5'4", and I've played a bigger person my entire life. Do you know how hard this is? Question mark, question marks. Anyway, I found my tiny desk, too. Anyway, just interesting how conservators, you know, watch over people like this. Was the whole purpose is to watch over her posts and what she's doing. I just It just seems a little bizarre, but I, I still think she's got someone there watching her or making sure what she does is is not kind of, you know, off off tilter, kilter, I guess. But I don't know, she's Denise, got what do you the think? Guy, she's got the guy she wants to marry, right? Supposedly. I, I wonder if he keeps an eye on that. And then I wonder, do you think she's still undergoing any counseling or anything to help? Oh, I'm sure she is. I'm sure she is. Okay. Denise, I don't do know. Think? I think, um, I you know, from the beginning, I thought she needed to have an evaluation in order to end the conservatorship. And by evaluation, I mean a mental health evaluation. And those type of tweets or, or social media posts, whatever they are, they do cause me some concern because you can't tell your family or attack your family publicly and say, you guys have done criminal acts. You guys have done, you know, you stole from me. You've done all these different things. Um, and I've taken it for all this time. And I'm the, you know, Mother Teresa and all this and then expect them to come to the table, go out to lunch with you, try, you know, try to normalize a relationship. This is litigation that's still going on between her and her dad. And potentially, it sounds like she's trying to bring in her sister. And it's very strange because um, she doesn't seem to have a good grasp on making these allegations against her family members and how it's going to interrupt the family relationships. That's something that seems to me odd. This Todd. is this is all fueling my skepticism of the whole thing that this entire thing has been about publicity for an upcoming yet to be named reality show to to fill the void of the loss of keeping up with the Kardashians and be keeping up with Britney and that's what's going on and this is just this oh. is just I'm just skeptical because the last one was circus or something like that right yes, so it was yes. like a crazy circus around her so this one's going to be taking back control yeah cuz cuz if she just launched the show if there was one without any of this a lot of people would be like who cares about this? No, no, no. We'll just take advantage of the court system and Instagram and all this stuff to bump up publicity. Well, I'm wondering if you, know, you look at her her views. Um, she had 415,000 likes, um, 10,052 comments. I mean, she's getting a lot of publicity off this. 410,000 of those views were Fred Penny. But, um... Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Only 409,000. No, only 409,000. <laughs> no, that's the one of her dancing and going in yes, circles. Yes, yes. The, the, the 10,000 likes, 999 no, of them were Fred. That's 2,404,401 views of her dancing like the old time thing. So, I don't know. I just don't know what to do. Whatever. I don't know. Brittany shows her on a helicopter. Brittany, look, you know, we're here to help if you need us. Todd, <laughs> Todd's already help. got jo um, Johan, Miss Scarlett, Scarlett, Scarlett Johansson. Um, and Brittany, I just, you know, we're the best lawyers around. You can just She's on a helicopter. Fred's yeah. out there. Hey, you want to upgrade to a jet? Call me. Yeah, that's exactly so. <laughs> right. No, no. You know, I'm happily married. <laughs> a lot of crazy things happen are surrounding um, Halloween. Right. You know that. And, and a lot of um, injuries occur during right. Halloween. Mm -hmm. But what's surprising is whether or not those injuries can be compensated. Isn't that right? Tell us about the witch versus the warlock. 
Okay, this is a great one. Well, apparently the warlock was a very well-known and very powerful um, warlock. And um, the witch had actually studied under the warlock a little bit and had learned the trades and had, you know, did some stuff. So when the witch left and started her own business, um, the warlock allegedly was upset by that. And so the witch got calls in the middle of the night and it was deep, dark breathing and voices. And she immediately said she recognized that it was the warlock that was doing it and that he was, you know, um, trying to torture her and maybe even causing spells and all of that. So she does what she should have done she goes to court and she tries to get a restraining order against him and tries to get the court to determine that he has been the one harassing her and all of this. And you know what the court found? What's that? The court found that he was harassing her He and did grant the, the uh, restraining order. So I thought that was really interesting. And funny thing, this is also in the background, is that the warlock's attorney was sick that day of trial. And so the warlock tried to get a continuance, and the court said no. So the warlock went outside the court and kind of interviewed different attorneys and found one that got up to speed very quickly within a couple of hours and came back in and acted as his defense attorney. Still, he lost. And the warlock never testified on his own behalf. (laughs) The, the, The warlock's attorney got sick the day of trial? Yes. You know, they, they searched the witch's house. Mm. So it's spells for defense attorney. Eye of Newt. <laughs> yes, yes. So what I want to know is, did the witch weigh the same as a duck? <laughs> and anybody that watches Monty, Monty Python, Python gets that reference. Yes, yes. We can build a bridge out of it. What about the – there's a famous uh, also the cigarette uh, slip-up lawsuit against Johnson & Johnson. <laughs> yes. That is a great case. And this is an actual case where hubby and wife decided to go – as, look, uh, uh, no comments from you guys from the peanut gallery, all right? <laughs> Little Bo Peep and her sheep, <laughs> the husband and wife, show up. And um, what they use is the costume. They use Johnson & Johnson cotton balls <laughs> to be the sheep, right? And the guy's like, I'm going to smoke a cigarette. I mean, look, dude, seriously? A sheep <laughs> with a smoking <laughs> <laughs> And so he starts smoking a cigarette. Guess what happened? Shocker. I, I'm not saying this. These are all allegations. But maybe he had a drink or two. I'm not sure. And the cotton balls catch on fire. That's a shocker. And he sues Johnson & Johnson for failure to warn of a dangerous you know, cotton ball, right? And uh, obviously, uh, the, don't forget, <laughs> third. Your Honor, he did not warn me of the dangerous cotton ball. <laughs> yeah. Uh, failure to warn was not found to be a proximate cause of his injuries uh, in this case. But uh, look, could you see the cotton ball warnings? It's about 40 pages long, you know? You know what's funny is that his wife, in, during this trial, his wife admitted that even if she had, um, that she knew that the cotton balls. You know, probably could catch fire, but she would have used them anyway because that was the most appropriate way to make the sheep. A warning costume. would not have deterred her. <laughs> well, when we come back, we're going to talk about a haunted house lawsuit. We're also going to talk about a tombstone lawsuit, a maze lawsuit, and uh, more about interesting lawsuits during Halloween. And then we have what do we have at the very end? Quick takes. Quick takes. We'll be right back. 
More Radio Law Talk is coming up right here on your favorite radio station. And, of course, you can listen live or go through our archives by subject and by hour at radiolawtalk.com. And it's all free. We'll be right back. Hold on. Fred, Todd, and Denise will be right back with more Radio Law Talk after we take this break. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic, and maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-711-9218-800-711-9218-800-711-9218 That's 800-711-9218. Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew called Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS. And they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy. And I'm happy too. Thanks, Tax Doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-263-2610. 800-263-2610. That's 800-263-2610. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family's health insurance. It's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-670-0940-800-670-0940-800-670-0940. That's 800-670. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said... 
My air conditioner broke, and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke, and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. Call now, 800-238-9182, 800-238-9182, Again, that's 800-238-9182. I like the Amadrosa Valley. Are you serious? Now it's time for more Radio Law Talk. Are you guys ready for some more Halloween lawsuits? Yes, you are. Broken nose. Let me talk about this broken nose. This is the Mays versus uh, Gratina Athletic Boosters uh, lawsuit. Okay, guess what? Do you have a... Do you have a uh, you know, uh, well, you haunted house. People come in. Uh, that there, there's a thing called an assumption of the risk that you're going to be scared and you're going to jump and things are going to happen. Well, this gal, uh, you know, was startled, began to run away and try to run out uh, of this uh, haunted house. And as she ran out, she ran into a black fabric covered what? Big wall <laughs> that is a brick wall and broke her nose. That's exactly right. So the court held that there's no duty to protect her from reacting in, in, you know, hey, it's predictable. She was she's supposed to be expected to be surprised. And that's what's called. That's a classic assumption of the risk case. Todd, you had one about the the tombstone one is freaking hilarious. Yeah. Tell about this lawsuit. And this is where our old friend qualified immunity rears its uh, well, not so ugly, but rears its head in Halloween dumb. So uh, this uh, the, this couple has an RV parked in front of their house or on their property, and the neighbors complain about that. Well, the couple that had the RV were a little upset with the complaints from the neighbors. So when Halloween came around, they decided to put little tombstones out. You know, you have those inscriptions on tombstones. Well, one of them said, here lies Jimmy, the old town idiot. Mean as sin, even without his grin. No longer does he wear that stupid old grin. Oh, no, not where they've sent him, 1690. Well, it turns out that Jimmy was the neighbor who complained about the RV. So he gets all upset, calls the cops, and this is where qualified immunity comes in. The officer comes out, tells the uh, homeowner that put the tombstone inscription up, Take the tombstone down or get arrested. Your choice. Puts handcuffs on him. Wow. The guy, the guy says, all right, take the cuffs off. I'll take the tombstone down. He does. Then he sues the officer for infringing on his First Amendment rights. And the court agrees that it was an infringement, but under the doctrine of qualified immunity, does not hold the officer liable. And that <laughs> is the tombstone. <laughs> Crazy okay. stuff. Hey, Denise, you have a fun one? Well, I, there was a, this corn, corn maze, right? And it was, um, and somebody got lost in it and they got scared because they saw, you know, that guy in Friday the 13th? That, Jason Voorhees. Exactly. And they saw somebody dressed up like them and they turned around and ran as hard as they could to get out of that maze and they fell down because it was muddy outside and they broke their leg. 
but they were found not to have been um, negligent, that the uh, maze person that did the maze was not negligent in causing the injury because the muddy conditions were open and notorious, and that person should have seen it. Yeah. Well, there's a lot. You're going to be going to a lot of these uh, Halloween uh, parties, and you're going to be going out trick-or-treating. What about the the inflatable pumpkin? There, apparently, there's an individual. When these have these you know, Halloween, a lot of people have just like these stores they'll set up, and they'll rent for like one month, these vacant stores, and they'll do just Halloween stuff. And this one individual always likes to have these big blow-up uh, pumpkins, right? Are those next to the inflatable snowmen? I just, I'm asking for The ones that are bent over on the... Yes, on the railing, on the railing balcony. on the yes. balcony. I'm asking I think for it's the same. Th- I'm, not, I'm sure it's the same ones. <laughs> okay. The pumpkins, anyway, those of you who listened to last week's uh, Radio Law Talk. Anyway, uh, the pumpkins uh, have a tendency to, uh, in fact, one time he had a two, one was too big and it blew away and went on the freeway. So he goes, you know what, I'm going to get a smaller pumpkin this time. He blows it up. And the pumpkin, apparently, he keeps, it's almost like a tent, right? The pumpkin is. And he's got all his wares under there. And, and sure enough, it rains. And what happens to the, the pumpkin? Well, they can't handle the rain, and it, and it collapses and damages all his goods. And it's hundreds of thousands of dollars of damage to his goods. No one was hurt. And so he sues. I mean, he, he gets money from the insurance company, and the insurance company sues the inflatable company for uh, basically manufacturing defect. By the way, that case is still going on. Well, and wasn't that the premise for last week's case or no case? The very story. I know. That's yep. why I brought it up. Yeah, so, the, so what? Yeah. So what happens is the insurance company makes a settlement, and then they sue right. the pumpkin that's, guy. That's right, because yeah. they get indem. They get to what's the word I'm looking for? Indemnify. They get into indemnify, subrogation, right. and indemnification. Right, right, right. right. Here's an interesting one too. Unless you guys, have, I've got a really good one. This is okay. Don't forget. Have you? I remember one time I met one of my daughter's friends, and he had a blue eye and a brown eye. And he said to me, he said, "You know what? I just have a couple of different eye colors." Well, I was born. Well, sure enough, he used. Guess what? He was tricking me. Which, by the way, I didn't want to hang out with that kid around my daughter anymore. It wasn't but, David Bowie, was it? Yeah, but <laughs> what he did is he used actually context. There's different color context. And that you could do that for Halloween and get these really spooky, weird eye contacts. And apparently this individual was doing the same thing uh, using cosmetic lens. And uh, the government came after him. This is in Missouri. The attorney general said and filed a lawsuit said, you know what? It's called gotcha costume rentals. Said you cannot do that without a prescription. You can't give them these 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 uh, lenses because apparently it was scratching some people's cornea. Or there was the issue it may have. So apparently they kind of agreed that okay, well, just people who have to have a prescription for you know uh, for context, context, anyway, right? then yeah, then yeah. they then they can buy these. But anyway, wow. isn't that interesting? Oh, did you did you hear about the it was it Kentucky versus Watkins? No, tell the, me about that the one. guy. He created a a fake crime scene at a chicken ranch. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and somebody came by and he's laying there. Somebody came by and saw him laying there, freaked out, and called nine one one. He couldn't get her to stop. The police had to come out, and he got prosecuted for creating a prank that led to a false police report. Oh my gosh, where was wow. this? It was in Kentucky. Wow. How about the banana appeal case? You hear about that one? So <laughs> there's a company that starts making banana <laughs> costumes for individuals. And so uh, apparently there's a there's a copyright lawsuit in 2017. The manufacturer, Rasta Impasta, sued a bunch of other companies, including Kmart and Kangaroo, because they were selling 
um, banana peel costumes, and they said they had the copyright on the banana peel co- costumes. I, you know, I don't know. You know, you got to have special on copyright law. It can't be a, something that's normal, right? Can't be like a car or something that's generic, right? I don't know what the what the outcome of this was, but but that to me that just seems really interesting. And why, you know that? But actually, you know what? That's not true. Uh, you know, citing color, shape, and costume, third U.S. District Court of Appeals in Philadelphia agreed with them and upheld uh, uh, that it was they had their distinctive costume of a banana. So I guess you can't make and sell banana costumes anymore. So, so here's here's a question. So you did the one about the uh, about the haunted house, yep. and when the when the person freaked out with the jump scare, she runs into the center block wall, but she doesn't get to recover because right. you expect to get scared there. Here's something kind of similar, but I think there's liability. A teacher at a high school in Massachusetts has asked one of the students to answer a knock at the classroom door. The student goes over, answers it, and there's somebody standing with a chainsaw and a machete. <laughs> <laughs> the kid freaks out, goes back, trips over a chair, fractures his oh cheekbone, and gets gets injured. Family files a lawsuit. I think they have a claim, unlike the haunted house, because he was just in school. You go to the haunted house expecting to be scared. He didn't expect that. So I, I think uh, I, I think the uh, school. So no assumption of the risk. No assumption of the risk. Weird, because the assumption of risk ones happen all the time. This one happened as the as you exited. I was at one one time. Uh, they got uh, another haunted house got sued when as you know these are the best ones when you're done and you're walking out. Whoo, that was scary. And then they they you don't know it. And then someone else jumps out and and because you think it's over. Well, that individual got injured, and it's the same thing. Assumption of the risk, not too bad. Uh, you sign waivers. A lot of times they have you sign waivers. The best one of all though, the Spider Man. You ever heard about the Spider one? I have not. Okay, so a guy hangs up spiders, you know, uh, around his door doorstep area, and he puts a ton of them. Not just one, but it's massive spiders. And uh, a lawsuit occurs uh, when um, what happens is this individual – it's Logan County. Where's Logan County? Uh, but anyway, he overreacted, and he pulled out his gun and started shooting all the spiders. So he got prosecuted. <laughs> so anyway, quick take. Go ahead, Denise. Okay, because of all the Halloween lawsuits, uh, witches' brooms now come with seatbelts to keep them from flying off the handle. (laughs) All right. How to tell when a trick-or-treater is the child of a lawyer. They say, trick-or-treat. By the way, this request does not create an implied contract that will not later egg your house if, in fact, the treat given was not acceptable. Awesome. I don't have a costume for tomorrow night, so if my wife walks out holding Johnson Johnson little white balls, I'm going to say, I'm passing. (laughs) We'll be back. Have a good Halloween. This is Radio Law Talk. Thank you for joining us. You have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated.
to be an American? Just what are our American values? Working hard to succeed, loving God, country, and family, being honest, strong, and compassionate. Supporting our Constitution and recognizing that we are blessed to be living in America, the greatest country in the world. Our Bill of Rights protects us, our freedoms of worship, speech, and privacy, our right to own firearms, our right to trial by jury. Our right to be free, to live our own lives without some bureaucrat telling us what to do. Most countries don't have these rights. Want to know more? It's all there in the book. Get your own free book, The U.S. Constitution and the Declaration of Independence. Then read it again, and this time, share it with your friends. Our great Constitution is the basis of all of our freedoms, our inalienable rights. Get your own copy at FreeUSBook.com. Brought to you by the American Media Council. 